welcome to the Buzzcast. This podcast is brought to you by those who bring you the Appraisal Buzz newsletter, which goes out to 70,000 valuation professionals twice weekly. We also publish the Appraisal Buzz magazine twice a year. Um, we just had our our um, spring issue go out in February, and then the fall issue is due to come out in, uh, I think it's going to hit mailboxes in early September. I'm Karen Connolly. I'm the VP of Operations for Altera Group. And today we have with us Brandon Boudreaux, the Chief Operating Officer for Metro West Appraisal. Um, before we get started, we're going to have a quick message from our sponsor, and then I'll let Brandon introduce himself. Solidify, they are redefining the customer experience. Each appraisal is performed by the nation's top performing appraisers. Their national appraiser network is comprised of committed professionals who go above and beyond for both the lender and the homeowner. Our top appraisers are in turn rewarded with more exposure and more assignments that enable them to grow their business. Solidify ensures the right appraiser on every order, every time. Find out more at solidify.com. So the topic for today's podcast is business as unusual, addressing appraisals in the COVID-19 crisis. We're going to hear how one appraisal firm has handled the changes brought about by the virus in this new work environment. Brandon, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about what you do? Uh, thanks, Karen, uh, and, and thanks for having me as well. Um, I'm excited to discuss this and all the changes that have been going on. So. Um, with me, uh, I've been a, a lifelong appraiser, uh, kind of a, a funny thing. I, I'm, so I'm 41 years old, but I have 28 years experience. So um, I started in the appraisal industry. Uh, my dad was an appraiser and it was my first job when I was 13 to, uh, you know, um, uh, paste the, the, the photos into his reports and, um, you know, it put the, put the location maps on by hand uh, back then. So. I've been around long enough to remember those days, um, but uh, I'm a uh, certified appraiser. Um, when I got out of college, I started appraising in Arizona um, and then moved up to Michigan um, in, in the, right after the, uh, uh, right around the financial crisis and, uh, and worked on my own there and then joined Metro West in 2010 in an operational role, um, was promoted to COO in 2012. Geez, just uh, over eight years ago, and um, now I, I handle day-to-day -day operations for Metro West and our 250 employees uh, across the country. Brandon, listen, when you start talking about appraisals and a glue stick, you're seriously dating yourself. I know, I know it. <laughs> it, uh, it, it's uh, yeah, it's been it's been an unbelievable thing. I remember being a kid um, and doing that, and when I was 16 and old enough to drive, I, I started taking the comp photos. And, um, and, and developing the film and uh, telling myself I'll never be an appraiser, but this is a fun uh, part-time job when I'm a kid. And here I am 28, later, uh, 20 years later still doing it. So, uh, yeah, I've spent my whole life uh, in this industry. Well, uh, a lot of the changes early on in your career then was like, you know, when we went from film to um, digital, and that kind of transitioned slowly over time as people, you know, became more confident with the technology but what have been some of the challenges that you've seen that have been almost instantaneous with the COVID-19? Yeah so I think it was mainly the confusion around uh, the new process so you know there, 
I don't know that everyone really realizes how many different you know stakeholders are involved in the process from the lenders to the AMC's to the appraisers to the software companies um, to the platform companies um, so managing all of that in kind of immediate and in real time um, was the challenge um, trying to digest the changes um, from the different agencies from FHA to Fannie and Freddie to different lenders who had a lot of questions around it um, I know our team was working around the clock um, when this happened and doing so while going remote. So it was kind of a, a, a double challenge. Um, our office uh, headquarters went remote on March 12th um, and just about the time these changes started taking effect. So not only were we all learning to work from home and support our you know 200 appraisers across the country, but also learning to um, identify the new product types, make sure they match you know our, um, our our platform and that the you know the big uh, appraisal software companies were also leading there but um, that's actually uh, of this whole thing I was really proud of, of our industry as a whole and how well we adapted to it and how quick uh, appraisers technology AMC's uh, handled it all um, it, it was a lot more seamless than I, I think it could have been so um, it seemed like everyone had their disaster plans in effect and, and they worked and so um, I was pretty proud uh, of us as an industry, and I, and I think the appraisers going in the homes during these uncertain times, the ones that were doing interiors and still continue to do, um, didn't get near enough credit um, as they should. I mean, we're all applauding our frontline workers, but uh, uh, appraisers are frontline workers, and, and uh, many of them are, are going in, you know, 30, 40, 50 homes a month um, during during this, and, and some in some very hard-hit areas, so. Uh, I, I just think as a whole, um, you know, we, we need to show a lot of gratitude and appreciation to those uh, appraisers who have kept our industry going, uh, stepping in the front. But, you know, that lends to PPE and, and trying to get those when hospitals couldn't even get them. Um, and I know us as an organization, we're trying to get and secure whatever we can. It's gotten better now. But uh, in the early days, that, that was all, uh, you know, no one saw something like that coming. Well, I have to say I was pretty impressed with the GSEs, HUD, um, FHA, USDA, being able to, uh, I, I did not know they were capable of turning on a dime like that, which, you know, it looked from the outside like they effectively did turn on a dime to uh, institute some of the changes. But how are you guys tracking those changes that were brought about by all of the agencies in response to the pandemic? Uh, yeah, we've had to add a lot of new vernacular in there, like, uh, you know, COVID exteriors and COVID <laughs> desktops. And, and what does that mean? And, um, you know, and, and I really think it was tough for the appraiser population. I mean, our job as an operational team in the appraisal industry is, is really to keep our ear and a pulse on this. So it was fairly easy for us to understand it. But for appraisers who out there are just focused on appraising, um, I think a lot of the confusion was, hey, you know, I, I don't feel safe doing interiors right now, you know, let's just switch these to exteriors and, and, and kind of educating our team. And, and unfortunately, let them know, look, those decisions aren't in your hand. Um, they're, they're in the hands of, of, of the user. So, um, you know, I, I think one thing that kind of opened our eyes too is that there isn't just one master in our industry that sets the rules. If, if um, Fannie makes a rule, it doesn't necessarily mean Freddie is or FHA comes out with a set of uh, rules that doesn't mean that that applies to Fannie. And unfortunately, um, most of those rules are not up to the appraisers. 
Um, and, and so that's been the toughest thing kind of trying to straighten out when appraisers were talking to homeowners and saying, Hey, I, uh, you know, I, if the homeowner wasn't comfortable, maybe saying, Hey, you know, I don't have to come in. Maybe we could get to switch to an exterior when, you know, they're doing a cash out refi and, and we know they can't. So some of those were some difficult, um, and, and confusing calls and, and keeping people, um, kind of on the same page. Um, but it's it settled on now. I think everyone's kind of got it and understands. But those first few weeks um, were a bit confusing. All right. So just a quick uh, word from our sponsor for this podcast. Listen, nobody wants to work more for less. And to some, the appraisal industry looks like it's headed that way. You have to do more for the same money, and now you have less time to yourself. The good news is Data Master can change that. With their easy-to-use software, Data Master lets you spend more time analyzing and less time typing. I'm all for that. Plus, you get more information than any other data import product. Head to www.datamaster.usa forward slash buzz for more information and to learn how you can save an hour per report. Data Master provides the right data at the right time for the right decision. Learn more at www.datamasterusa.com forward slash buzz. So back to um, the GSEs and the changes that they made, Brandon. Um, what was the, the primary confusion that appraisers saw around those new policies and, and how have you guys been able to, um, to keep all that straight? Well, I, you know, I, I applaud them for making the changes that they did to try to limit the amount of interior appraisals. But I, I guess one of the silver linings that have come from this is that it does seem that the, the industry as a whole does understand the value of the appraiser, um, especially in times like this where we're going to see market swings. And in, um, anybody that's been around um, from 2005 to 2009 remembers how quickly things can change. And it seems like we've been in, in kind of a, Goldilocks scenario for a decade now with increasing values and rates and things like that. And, um, and, uh, you know, that it would just go up and up. I think now or now is the time that, you know, the, the appraiser's value is really going to shine because we really need to be experts in these markets that may start to turn or see dips in value, which is, you know, forecasted. But, um, I, like I said, I think that, I think the biggest confusion was that the GSEs were really allowing, lenders a, a little bit of um, leeway on, on their product type. Um, but they didn't go as far as to say, you know, interiors, uh, you know, if you're doing a cash out refi, um, you know, they, they didn't touch those. And unfortunately, that is the majority of what we're seeing, um, it, at least in our firm. And we work with the vast majority of AMCs um, and through them and, and the lenders that we work directly with, probably vast majority of the lenders in the country. And since uh, purchase volumes down um, and, and really rate and term refis are, are a smaller portion, majority of what you're seeing are, are Americans trying to access their equity, um, which is requiring interior appraisal. So we're taking all the steps, you know, to social distance and 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 do those interior inspections the um, safest way we can. Uh, but I do wish that the uh, requirements would be a, a bit more relaxed um, in regards to those interior inspections. I think it could have gone a step further um, for those type of transactions because that is the majority of what we're seeing now. 
Um, but I guess the upside is that they, they really do value the, the appraiser's opinion in going inside those homes. Well, that's great news. So, um, what, what new technology have you implemented around these new appraisal inspection flexibilities? Yeah, that's a, a great question. So, you know, um, uh, you know, a lot of the technology has been there, um, and, and it, you know, as simple as as FaceTime or um, you know uh, things like that to get more information from the homeowner. I know a lot on these, uh, you know, you know, per use path on exterior and desktops. The appraisers still have to validate some of the information in the home. Um, some of the newer technology uh, that has come out in, in, in Metro West, we're, you know, you know, product neutral. So we use we will use any uh, technology, whatever's latest and greatest. We don't incorporate our own proprietary uh, technology in that regard, but we have been using many of the industry leaders that you see out there, and it's great because it has a lot of fraud mitigation with, you know, geo stamping and and direct you know photo uploads, so you're not getting, um, you know the neighbor's houses, photos in there. Um, so I think that helps a lot with some of the desktops and exteriors. So validating some of that information for appraisers, if they're using that, if they can make the contact to the homeowner, um, you know, it, it still is just a value add and an assistant to the appraiser. We're not seeing any, um, lenders require that. Um, I think it, I think it should be, I, I, I think in this time that, you know, a step and the next step that should be taken because uh, it doesn't look like this virus is going away anytime soon would be to have those homeowner led inspection uh, technology take place of the appraiser going in until, uh, you know, a time to safe um, that would allow these transactions to still go through. You could make it, you know, um, subject to, you know, an interior inspection down the road to make sure there was no fraud on what they're seeing. But I would like to see that technology um, I, I guess allowed is not the right word. It's currently allowed, but not in lieu of. I, I think it should be in lieu of. Sending an appraiser out to a home um, it was always historically one of the most expensive and time-consuming parts of the appraisal process. Um, and now it's putting people at risk. I think you could mitigate that risk, speed up the appraisal process, still lean on the appraiser to you know do what the, is the most valuable part of the job in this you know, reconciling data and, and giving a, an informed opinion of value. Um, so we're using that technology. Um, but like I said, I, I really do think um, lenders and GSEs need to take a step further and allow it in lieu of interior inspections uh, when, when applicable. Yeah, I think um, initially appraisers felt like this was a stepping stone or the slippery slope to um, you know, the third party bifurcated appraisal. But, you know, everything I've seen so far shows that the appraisers needed now more than ever to do the analytics, regardless of who's taking that interior inspection. And that was um, reiterated by uh, Scott Reuter with Freddie Mac and Lyle Radke uh, with Fannie Mae on uh, a couple of recent webinars that Appraisal Buzz posted. So I was glad to hear that. So yeah. for our listeners, oh, go right ahead, Brandon. No, I, I, I was gonna. I just wanted to add my point. I, I completely agree. I, I understand the fear. That, you know, appraisers have. We have the same fear. You know, being an appraisal firm. Um, you know that that bifurcated is somehow 
sidelining us to a way in the same way that waivers felt that way when they came out. But waivers waivers can't exist without appraisers' data. Um, and so, you know, we, we are still extremely relevant in the process, obviously needed. I think, you know, the, the harder part uh, for the industry, for appraisers, you know, the lending community with appraisers has been the amount of time it takes um, to get these reports because they're closing loans so quickly now that, um, you know, the appraisal is usually the longest, uh, you know, step in the process. So this would speed it up. And I think most appraisers would tell you that, um, their values in at, at their desk, not driving and shooting comps and, 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 you know, walking through a thousand square foot ranch that they've seen a million times. If they have good data on that, on the interior of that property, they could do the job great without having to spend, you know, an hour in traffic. Um, so hopefully it moves that way. I mean, I, I think with the GSEs allowing the waivers and willing to take on that risk, that opening the risk up to this new technology in lieu of appraisers actually making inspections only makes us more valuable, allows us to, you know, uh, perform faster. Um, um, and, and so I, I do hope it goes that way. And I don't think that uh, eliminates the need for us at all. And for our listeners, if you've grown frustrated with endlessly pursuing new appraisal work and not reaping any of the benefits, Metro West is here to help. Um, they understand and work to alleviate the pain points commonly felt by appraisers to enable personal and financial growth for their staff. After all, they've been owned and operated by appraisers since the company opened in 1987. Um, Metro West Appraisal is an equal opportunity employer and are always looking for certified residential real estate appraisers to join their team. Brandon, um, how does one go about joining the Metro West team? Um, thanks for asking. The I, I think the most simple way is to go to our website, metrowestappr.com, um, and there is a, um, a hiring page on there that you could click on and upload your resume and, and input your information. And uh, our appraiser relations team, um, you know, will follow up with that. I, we're a great fit for any appraiser um, out there. Um, I, we really consider them partnerships. Um, and, you know, we've been in business over 30 years built in that partnership and, uh, and our tenure is very, very long because I think we, we provide a lot of value. Awesome. So, um, so I started thinking about, um, you know, our previous discussion and with the GSC flexibility, the changes that they made and, and it was really designed so that appraisers did not have to go into the property. Um, in reality, what percentage of appraisers do you see going into the property? I mean, we've done a couple of webinars with Fanny and Freddie, and uh, they've asked the poll question right up front, you know, uh, in the past week, how many of you, uh, how many interior inspections have you done? And uh, I'd say 70% of the responses came back and said that almost all of their inspections, uh, that they were physically going into the property. Are you seeing the same kind of thing with your stuff? Yeah, so I think there's a couple data points I could share that appraisers would find interesting. So at Metro West, we have a little over um, 200 staff appraisers. Right now, about 20% of them are, are unwilling to complete interiors. And of course, you know we're not forcing them to do so. And we think people with higher risk absolutely shouldn't. Um, so you, it, it kind of comes from both sides. So inside right now, we're seeing about 20% of our staff unwilling to complete them. Historically, um, as a firm, and as I said, we're very, very diverse. Um, 
you know, probably the most diverse appraisal firm in the country. Um, is, so we have a very good vantage point with major lenders, regional lenders, credit unions, you know, private portfolio lenders. Um, typically, we're between five to ten percent of our volume is desktop or exterior. Right now, it's sitting at about twenty percent. So while that has doubled, um, you're still looking at, at seventy-five to eighty percent of our work is still interior. And that's largely because majority of the loans that are being done in this, you know, refi boom that we're in um, are, are cash out. So, um, you know, I tend to think when the, the purchase market comes back open in some of these, as we're seeing, uh, like in Michigan, you know, real estate uh, being able to be, uh, you know, allowed again, becoming um, essential workers classified as that, you might see an uptick in that. But right now, um, it, it's about 20 percent of our work is uh, contact all right brandon well thanks for being with us today i think it was a great discussion and for our listeners i hope you enjoyed the discussion which provided some valuable information about how one appraisal firm is handling the covid crisis and um look for our next our next buzzcast episode and until then stay safe out there thank you karen